0: Elliot. After this week, there might be one person out there who makes a worse flying companion than Tom Hanks. Harrison Ford. I didn't know you could fly a
1: plane. Why, yes. Land, no. Oh, yeah, he keeps crashing his plane. You never know when he's going to yell, "Get off my plane!" and just throw you off.
0: And let me tell you, don't even think about trying to fly without a ticket. The
1: following is a presentation of the radio misfits podcast network they bought their tickets they knew what they were getting into i say let them crack
2: Geek counter geek with keith conrad and elliot serrato
0: gentlemen you can't fight in here this is the war room i just like to say get a life
2: no ticket
0: geek counter geek number 82 keith conrad alongside elliot serrano and of course uh, if you want to follow our shenanigans on twitter at keith r conrad at elliot serrano um you know keith keith r conrad that's pretty straightforward elliot serrano you know you've got a couple double letters there you know you need yeah to it's
1: all it's all double letters so just just remember that all double letters
0: yeah <laughs> it's two for the price of one
1: and then um of course, on Instagram, and don't forget the Geek Counter Geek Facebook page, as well as uh, people can email us. Right? They can still send us email.
0: Uh, yeah, geekcountergeek at gmail.com, dot com. Actually, geekcountergeek at gmail.com. Uh, haven't been uh, haven't been mentioning that at all. We we really should get some uh, get some uh, some people weighing in, telling us we're uh, telling us we're idiots,
1: or, or telling us they they will sit there and they will correct us on certain things
0: yeah you know, uh, it's because because i i i know there's a few things that could probably use a correction or two Yeah,
1: you know, especially with us so
0: <laughs> it's really a, a surreal world we're living in with uh with with president trump in office whether you agree with the guy or not it's just exhausting isn't it like it seems like so much happens just all at once that like it, it's something new every day and 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 I, I'm not, I'm not particularly inclined to like the guy, um, as I know, uh, Elliot, you're not either, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, it, it seems like even if you were like, eventually you just get tired of like just this constant drumbeat of, of nonsense. Um, and, uh, Congressman, uh, David Cicilline, I believe he's from Rhode Island. You know, one of our, one of our, our big, uh, biggest states there Rhode Island Uh, he took to the floor in uh, the house because you know like when there's nothing going on they still give minute-long speeches just about whatever they want to talk about and that that has got to be the most surreal thing to sit through where you'll just have like this cavalcade of congressmen who are just they're literally talking about you know whatever's on their mind for a minute And uh, it's all it's all on C-SPAN, obviously, but I would imagine that uh, unless you're unless you just leave C-SPAN on all the time, like nobody's actually seeing this. Like occasionally somebody will say something interesting and they'll show video. And literally, when you look at the video, there's nobody in the in the house chamber, let alone watching on TV. But occasionally something uh, good will happen, like, uh, I remember once during the height of the debate over the Iraq War, I remember there was a congressman who compared the Bush administration to Klingons, which uh, I thought that was a good one. These guys make it on ideology. These aren't Vulcans. There are Klingons in the White House. But unlike the real Klingons of Star Trek, these Klingons have never fought a battle of their own. Don't let faux Klingons send real Americans to war. It's wrong. That was certainly entertaining. And uh, so David Sicily, he he took to the House floor for his his one minute of speaking time, and uh, he decided to reference some pop culture himself.
2: Mr. Speaker, like the main characters in Stranger Things, we are now stuck in the upside down. Right is wrong, up is down, black is white. The White House deceives the American, people, American public for weeks about their contacts with Russia, but an attorney general who followed her conscience is fired. Executive orders are signed to ban Muslims in order to keep us safe, while top security, national security conversations are held out in the open. President Trump showers praise on a thug like Vladimir Putin while threatening and bullying our longstanding allies. President Trump signs an executive order to spend $20 billion on a border wall while Flint, Michigan still goes without clean drinking water. Mr. Speaker, mornings might be for coffee and contemplation, but Chief Jim Hopper is not coming to rescue us. This is not a TV show. This is real life. We have a president unlike any we have ever known. And like Mike, Dustin, Lucas, and Eleven, we must remain focused on the task at hand and hold this administration accountable so we can escape from our own version of the upside down. And with that, I yield back. Gentleman yields. So yeah,
0: mornings are for coffee and contemplation. And uh, and we're all in the upside down. I don't think that there's anybody that can disagree with that.
1: We've said this before. We are in the darkest timeline. <laughs>
0: Because you know, for one thing, if you're if you're not inclined to like Trump, as you know, in all honesty, neither of us are. Um, you you have to deal with everybody, you know, constantly saying bad things about him, so you're probably not happy about that. And if you're not a Trump supporter, you're, you know, you you have to actually actually deal with Trump. So that's it, nobody's happy.
1: Well, <clears throat> it's funny because um. You talked about this at the last and um, the last podcast too. Is that talking? Every anything surrounding um, our current POTUS um, just seems to garner way more attention than anything previous POTUSes have done. Maybe this is a, a, it's a byproduct of now being in a social media age. You know, when you really think about it, um, you know, Obama and now Trump are the you know the most recent you know. Um, polit- you know, high, you know, high level politicians who had to deal with everything going on within social media. I mean, maybe we would have had a different view of Clinton had social media like Twitter and Facebook uh, been uh, been around then. Before then, you know, uh, what or what happened with uh, George uh, H. W. Bush and then Reagan before that? We do seem to have this um, different view of our um the way our society is breaking down now just because we everyone here kind of can chime in and say things
0: that's true and and, you know i work in uh i work in uh well i'll just say angry right wing talk radio and uh and and it's funny because they uh the the show that i work on they did a whole segment about one person on twitter and and it was actually it, it wasn't that it was it was you know, just any anonymous person. It was one of the actresses from Broad City uh, who had said something bad about Melania Trump. I, I forget exactly what it was. Like, it was some comment about what she was wearing or something like that. And they literally did 10 minutes on the air about how, all the, how, oh, how horrible, you know, liberals are and they should leave families out of this. And I'm listening to it, and, I, and I'm thinking, how stupid is it that anybody cares what one person on Twitter said about Melania Trump? Like, you know, like it's not just Trump, because, you know, for one thing, Trump, uh, you know, Obama got a lot of credit for being social media savvy and everything. But there's really no doubt that that was his, you know, that was his campaign. That was the political operation. Um, You know, Trump, on the other hand, we're actually hearing from Trump himself because nobody who's working for Trump would let some of this stuff through. Um, so yeah, I think
1: they're I, afraid to take his phone from him.
0: <laughs> and that's another thing, because Obama, you know, he, he had a special, like, encrypted BlackBerry because he, he didn't want to be away from that. And I'm just thinking, all the, all the obstacles that he had to face to actually get access to that, I can't imagine Trump went through that. He's got to still just be using the same phone he was using before. Uh, yeah. So, so, so that's, that's, that's weird in and of itself. Oh, but more than but you know like like we 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 spend so much time being angry about stuff that just that just doesn't matter like the one person who said something bad about Melania Trump on Twitter or you know or what whatever President Trump has said you know this morning that that has people pissed off and see it's just seems like everybody on on both sides of the aisle is just, just always looking for an excuse to be angry and. You know, probably about a third of the people are angry about one thing, about a third of the people are angry at another thing, and a third are sitting in the middle going, what in the hell are you people talking about?
1: Yeah, it's like when you're the, <clears throat> you're the quiet brother who goes to Thanksgiving dinner, and your crazy uncle, who, you know, who believes that the world is flat, is having an argument with your, with your uh, aunt, who, like, works for NASA, and knows for a fact the world
0: (laughs) is literally has actually seen pictures of the round earth
1: right but he won't accept it why because it's the government trying to put things in your brain that don't belong there and you know and i get you're right It, it is pretty ridiculous <clears throat> and again, you know, to me, you know, I'm not I don't even want to get into the whole, you know, the, the there's been so much hypocrisy going on on both sides. Um, you know, now it, what, what everyone's like, oh, now we're suddenly defending Melania when for years we we're hearing about Michelle Obama's bare arms and stuff like that. So, right, am, yeah. you know, but but again, I am going to rag. I will rag. I'm that 33 percent who's looking at the crazies going on both sides. I'm not 33 percent who's annoyed. Because now, again, because of all that crap that our current administration is doing, social media gets drowned out. So when I see that the newest packaging for the new Star Wars toys is being announced, you know, yeah,
0: it just gets buried because everybody's arguing about everything else.
1: You know, it's like. It's like, oh, I want to see that meteor shower or I want to see Haley's Comet that only comes along every once every 47 years or whatever. But I can't see it. Why? Because everyone's got their lights on or the clouds are out or whatever. I can't see the things that I'm interested in because all this other stuff is going on right now that just drowns me by the, out. By the which way, is,
0: speaking of which, uh, did you know we're all going to die next Saturday? Oh, Jeebus. It's entirely possible. Uh, there's, a, there's a meteor that's going to pass by Earth, and if you believe NASA, uh, it's going to miss us by 32 million miles, which is very close, but it's you know, not, not going to hit us. Uh, but one scientist, one iconoclast, one lone voice in the, wil- in the wilderness uh, says that it's going to hit us. And uh, it's, about a, it's about a half mile wide, so it's probably not going to kill all of us, but it's going to give somebody a really, really bad day.
1: Oh we did have uh, um, something land. Not that was it week last week or the week before. <clears throat> Some sort of meteorite fragment landed in um, in one of our lakes, one of the Great Lakes. It was a green green in color when it when it fell down. I said, "Oh, look, it's kryptonite." You
0: know? <laughs> kryptonite or the Martians from uh from Martians. G Wells? Because I think that was green too.
1: So you know. So hey, uh, but. Um, I'm telling you, week, there are days when I go – I know we've talked about this before too, but it's like if there was a meteorite that, 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 that the scientists knew for a fact was going to wipe us out, what – like we knew it was going to happen next week. What benefit is there in telling folks that?
0: You know, I don't don't think there would be because uh, if everybody's going to, you know, like it's one thing if it was uh, if it was a meteor that was going to cause a lot of damage. You know, let's say it's it's only a mile wide. So it's 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 going to it's going to cause problems for literally everybody on on planet Earth. But it's fairly easily survivable if you're not actually like right in the asteroid's path. Okay, then you tell everybody. But if everybody's going to die anyway, why not just have them die on a normal Wednesday?
1: Well, I don't know if you can choose what They Oh, I know what you're saying now. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> hey, those folks in Alderan didn't know what was coming.
2: You know, no, I'm they sure they didn't. had
1: a great day. Yeah, I'm gonna suff- uh, to me if I'm going to die from a meteorite exploding, you know, I I would like to know I can get up one last day, get a Starbucks, Maybe get those last few Starbucks stars that'll get me a free sandwich. <laughs>
0: hopefully, you know, right. Hopefully before the, 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 before the, meter, right? yeah. yeah.
1: And then, you know, and then enjoy that last day and, and go from there. But, <laughs> but again, you know, even stuff like that, a scientist could be announcing a is going to be announcing, we're going to die next week. Giant meteorite's going to kill everyone. They could announce it on Twitter or whatever, and people would be like, well, Trump says that's fake news.
0: Yeah, it, it you know? came from CNN, so obviously it's fake. It's fake.
1: <laughs> so, you know, right now, again, social media being what it is, it's, 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 it's very frustrating. You know, there are people who don't know what to listen to, who they can trust, you know, critical thinking right now seems to be at an all-time low within our nation, unfortunately. People are l- having to learn to think for themselves, which is something that some folks just can't seem to, to, to do right now. Um, I would say, you know, folks, this is something they taught us in grammar school. You know, they taught us how to think for ourselves, or at least we hope we would. Um <clears throat> I, I'm gonna say though you know for what it's worth um, it, taking a break from all the 24-hour news cycle and taking a break from all talk radio and taking a break from social media and just like getting out in the world and living it and enjoying it um, that that's good and if you really must if you must um, like if say you want to go for a walk somewhere And you want to, like, get away from things, but you can't get away from, let's say, podcasts.
0: And who would want to get away from podcasts?
1: Why would you want to get away from podcasts? There are things you can do to take us with you on your walk on the woods.
0: Well, you could could get uh, special noise-reducing headphones from tweaked audio, which would probably be a good thing because, uh, you know, who wants to have their podcasts interrupted by the sounds of nature?
1: Or maybe you're going to take a train out to, you know, the, the, the outskirts of your town or whatever, and you want to, you know, block out the noises for them, you know, and just want to relax. You want to, you know, you want to maybe um, um, just just recede into your own subconscious. You know, you can't do that with the clickety-clack of the the trains underneath.
0: No, you sure can. So before you plan your next uh, train trip, be sure to visit tweakedaudio.com. They have eight colors and styles available, mic'd and non-mic'd versions. Uh, probably going to want the non-mic'd version for your, uh, your trip out into the wilderness. Uh, Designed to sound great with both music and talk. Noise-reducing uh, design, lifetime warranty. And if you use the discount code GCG for Geek Counter Geek, at checkout, you can get thirty-three uh, percent off and free worldwide shipping. The uh, code is not case sensitive; just use the coupon code discount code uh, GCG at checkout, and uh, and you know they'll they'll hook you up and help you reach your zen.
1: And you can always reach your zen listening to different podcasts from the Radio Misfits family, like uh, Wrapped in Plastic, which is a Twin Peak Twin Peaks podcast. With the Twin, Pe- Twin Peaks revival coming up soon, you'll want to get caught up on all the talk around that. Everyone's favorite, Minutia Men, um, which I finally uh, got the pun. Can you believe that? How long have they been on? And I finally got the pun.
0: Um, uh, you know, you Garden- know I've, I've been uh, clueless on far worse things.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Garden State Radio. Um, you have the Rob Saul show. Not to be confused with... Saul Goodman of, of, Breaking Bad, but the Rob Saul show and the Mr. Nailson show, which, uh, he likes talking about the news, uh, the real news, the fake news, what kind of news?
0: Oh, uh, well, my clearly favorite, he's real uh, news.
1: I would hope. Um, uh, my favorite too, which is kind of, I'm very jealous that they have this name and we didn't come up with it, but poop culture,
0: <laughs> you know, I, th- I think, uh, uh that's very, very cromulent, especially in the, the Trump era, poop culture.
1: Uh, my favorite ladies, um, no, I'm not talking about the dishing bitches, although I do talk about them all the time. Uh, Your Chicago joined the Radio Misfits podcast network as well. Um, I have been on that show in the past. Um, they've um, had a uh, anniversary recently.
0: Yeah, I think they just uh, had their 100th episode, didn't
1: they? 100th episode, Yeah. You've got the game show, which I'm assuming is about game shows.
0: I would think and, so. Um, yeah.
1: And then, um, uh, lots, lots of shows. Artie Lang and uh, Artie Lang and the Bob Levy. Show. Is it Bob Levy or Bob Levy? I don't want
0: to. I believe it's Bob Levy, but uh, don't quote me on that.
1: I don't want to run afoul of Mister Levy. So, lots of different uh, podcasts on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network that. You can enjoy uh, lots of different topics, uh, lots of different voices, folks uh, Folks, you can take along on your trips um, to make it uh, a little more comfortable of a ride.
0: So, um, Star Wars uh, Aftermath, Empire's End, uh, that's coming out this week, I believe, isn't it? Yeah, it is.
1: I got my advance copy about a week ago. I have not had a chance to dive into it, <clears throat> so I was completely taken by surprise by the uh, the news that hit about it
0: yeah uh you know there, there's been a, a a few nods to the prequels you know i i uh not you know not, not probably as much as you would expect since they're the most recent uh, star wars material but uh, there have definitely been uh, nods to the Star Wars prequels uh, lately, but uh, you know some people were curious about uh, what happened to Jar Jar Binks. J.J. Uh, Abrams he joked that at some point in Jakku you were going to see uh, Jar Jar's bones, uh, which, which would <laughs> which would probably get a good laugh out of some people. It's just you know with the with the distended eyes and and everything, would you recognize Jar Jar's bones?
1: Uh, well that's. I don't know if I would But that would be A great name For a garage band
0: Jar Jar's Bones Yeah I, I could totally see that
1: Yeah um, <clears throat> I guess Maybe what The ears I think the thing That really Sets out for people Are the ears So maybe You'd have to have Like the out, well, Like maybe his He's been made Into a, a Bag or something
0: Or somebody Who's you know? like Drinking coffee Out of Jar Jar's skull
1: Jar Jar Yeah Gungan skull
0: yeah. You know
1: and Well, I think what we've come up with is way more brutal than what Chuck Wendig actually did. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know. You know, some people, uh, some people are really, well, I wouldn't say they're upset about it. They're more gleeful about it. Uh, so in, in Chuck Wendig's uh, novel, uh, a, a child happens to run into a clown that's playing in, uh, in, a, in, a, in a fountain on Naboo.
2: In the field of local live home entertainment. Oh, my God!
0: And he actually identifies himself as Jar Jar, and he basically tells the kid that, uh, you know, he's a total outcast, too, because everybody thinks that he, uh, you know, he was helping the Empire, which he was, because he's basically responsible for the Empire existing. So it's kind of hard to feel bad for him.
1: Well, that's because he voted to give um, the um, Chancellor those powers that ultimately led to him becoming the emperor of the new Galactic Empire.
0: And it's because of him that that, uh, Obi-Wan is is stuck on Tatooine, watching over that ungrateful jerk Luke.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, Luke's kind of like... I mean, first, Luke is homeschooled, and he doesn't have a lot of friends. He's like out there in the middle of nowhere. He doesn't even know girls. I mean, how many girls does Luke actually come in contact with you know his, in his life um you know kind of
0: think of it other than aunt beru i don't know that there are any that we see on tatooine now in the well, there, uh, in the in the star wars radio drama there were uh, there were a few
1: there were a few there was C- cammy who was um you know the um he, the friend of uh, the girlfriend of fixer who was kind of like the biff of <laughs> of of most icy you know if if luke was was george mcfly you know, Fixer was kind of like Biff, and he was like the the tough guy who ran the place, and everyone thought he was cool. Maybe that the, maybe that was more like the Flash Thompson. Oh,
0: I wow, can see you know? that. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, whereas uh, Luke was kind of just like the Peter Parker,
0: the, the and, Peter Parker um, the, or the Millhouse.
1: The Millhouse, yeah. So, you know, Luke did have, they don't explore it too, too much, but he does have some um, interactions with other people, you know, Tashi Station, of course.
0: Oh, yeah, that, that's was, where, uh, that's the prime place to go pick up some power converters.
1: Power converters and waste time with your friends. Um, so, you know, that was like the equivalent of hanging out at the mall, you know, for for those kids on Tatooine. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah. But I, I would assume his his interactions are so so spare that the moment he sees a fairly attractive woman via hologram, he falls in love with her, not realizing it's his sister. So
0: you know, that's true. Kid, yeah,
1: poor kid. You know, that's not that, that was a rough life. That's a rough life to grow up in.
0: You know, you know, what's interesting is is you know from the comics and and other stories that have sort of filled in the gap of uh, you know Luke's childhood and everything it doesn't seem like uh like obi-wan told uh uncle owen exactly what happened so owen just sort of thought that obi-wan had been responsible for anakin getting killed so it's interesting that they were so uh you know owen was so protective of him you know beyond you like the normal uncle slash guardian role it's almost like he was so protective of him that he had to know what was going on and yet by all accounts, from what we know, he didn't.
1: Yeah, you know, that is actually um, <clears throat> something that I've been hoping to maybe explore at some point in in, um, in a Star Wars story, if I ever get in with those folks. <laughs> and I'm able to work on Star Wars, because, yeah, that was always a thing where you would think that Obi-Wan would tell Owen, you know... This boy's special and I might need him at some point. But, of course, when you're raising this kid from an infant and, you know, you get, you know, of course, you, you know, you, you're going to fall in love with the kid. You're going to raise him as your own. Um, you, you're not going to want to give him up, so no, especially after finding out what happened to his father. And, you know, it's always uh, the one thing I will always say kind of perplex me is why didn't they just say he was their own kid? You know why wasn't he? You know Luke Lars. Why was he Skywalker? Um, why? Because yeah, just... for
0: one thing, if uh, you know the Empire comes in and uh, they say, "Oh yeah, here's my nephew, Luke Skywalker," it seems like that would be somewhat problematic.
1: Yeah, they go, wait, hold on. Skywalker? Skywalker? Skywalker?
0: Because <laughs> yeah, the second some, uh, some Imperial flunky files a report that mentions that they ran into uh, Luke Skywalker, it seems like that's going to attract some attention.
1: Right. And then you have um, 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 Leia, who was raised by the Organas, but they don't change, they don't uh, keep the Skywalker last name, they change it. So you're like, Okay, so those are things that, you know, those are little nitpicky things that that you can weave stories from that and figure out the different dynamics of it and why did they do this and why did they do that, which also give you more insight into the characters. Um, Speaking of Jar Jar Binks, you know, the the, the unfortunate part with Jar Jar Binks is that he kind of started out as um, just kind of as an experiment in filmmaking you know
0: yeah because he's the first really big motion capture sort of character
1: yeah that's it lucas wanted to bring that into film you know but a lot of people forget that jar jar binks predates Gollum. um that the, a lot of the stuff that lucas did with jar jar binks in um the phantom menace if he doesn't do that and they don't figure that out in the beginning you don't have you know a lot of the motion capture effects that made The Lord of the Rings so great. You don't have uh, you don't have a lot of the same technology that helped us help uh, Jim Cameron create Avatar. Yeah. So it was pretty groundbreaking, but you know that was just a thing though. He was an experimental character in the beginning, which was kind of a goofy. I mean, when you really think about it, he was sort of like a you know a, a Roger Rabbit type character. And um, you know, as far as his personality, then beyond that, you know. He didn't have that
0: yet, much to do, and yet Roger the Rabbit was uh, Roger Rabbit was just. He, you know, maybe it's because I was uh, I was a kid when that came out. I like Roger Rabbit. I, Rabbit. I don't like uh, I, li- I don't like uh, Jar Jar too much.
1: Well, you know the, the problem with the many of those uh, Star Wars prequels is that there aren't that many characters that you like.
0: So, That's true.
1: <laughs> it's, it's ironic, you know, uh, uh, when you look at the Star Wars prequels, you know the 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 Uh, jade jar jar is one of the least liked characters and many people will point to the cgi and how he was goofy and da 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 whereas rogue one in my own personal opinion the one character i liked the most um and spoiler alert the one that you know the one that made me the saddest when he met his fate was K 2 k2so yeah,
0: I wonder if, pre- if, if yeah. a lot of that in the prequels was actually by design, because, you know, like, if you really get to like the, the Jedi, well, you're, you're going to be having a bad day when Revenge of the Sith comes out.
1: Was that, was that supposed to be the point, though? You are supposed to have a bad day?
0: Yeah, yeah. May, maybe he, uh, he just just couldn't do it to us.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I,
0: although I think although apparently he didn't do it to us because now he's decided that Mace Windu survived.
1: Hold on. This is news. Oh, no, no, I didn't... I didn't um, isn't that what Samuel L. Jackson's been saying, that he could have survived?
0: Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I think this was, uh, this was a few months ago, so... Um, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson was apparently talking with George Lucas, and, you know... Uh, you know, there was some talk about, you know, maybe one day a Mace Windu movie, and, you know, everything like that, and that had come up in an interview, and he said, you know... He, he thinks that Mace Windu could have survived, and uh, then George Lucas actually totally verified it. He said, yeah, he's, he's fine with that.
1: No, I don't know if I, if, I've ha- if I have Samuel L. Jackson yelling at me, Mace Windu survived, didn't he?
0: Yeah, you can't say no to that.
1: Can't say no. You know, kind of like, you know, say what again?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah say, he's, say, say Mace Windu died again.
1: Say it again. Say, I dare you. I double dog dare you.
0: <laughs> Which, uh, so, I, you know, I doubt that, uh, you know, especially when that happened, a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, maybe he'll show up in Star Wars Rebels. I don't think that's going to happen. I think, uh, you know, I, I think we've probably heard the last of, uh, of Mace Windu. I think it's probably better if it's left somewhat ambiguous. Although, you know, chopping his hand off and throwing him out of a high-rise, that doesn't, that doesn't seem too ambiguous to me. It seems like he's probably dead, but you know, apparently not. I mean, we did see Jedi fall from uh, high, you know, high levels before, but uh, not right after having their arm chopped off. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, but it's, it was Coruscant, and you have all those flying cars. <clears throat> you know, he could have landed on one. You know,
0: That's, so, true. You know. That's true. That's I, true. I personally like the idea of uh, Mace Windu surviving. Um, you know, uh, I, I think that just... I, I've always been uh, very interested in the you know the stories of the Jedi that survived at least for a while after uh, Order sixty six. So if you know if the uh, if Mace Windu could have been one of them for at least some period of time, that I think that's kind of cool.
1: You know, it always made me wonder. Like, let's say if Obi Wan went to a diner with one of the Jedi, or with one of the clone troopers. Like, let's say it's before, you know, the whole thing, you know, the Jedi purge. and But Obi-Wan and the the clone troopers, they're going to go to a diner for a, a bite, you know. Just, just relax, shoot the breeze, maybe have a beer or two. And then they make an order, but one of them accidentally orders number 66.
0: Yeah, the number 66 meal.
1: Yeah, and then what happens then? Like, if the guy calls out, order 66, order 66. Uh, would Obi Wan be in for a bad day? I think he would. <laughs> and speaking about callbacks to, to, to the prequels, I mean, um, you look at the, like I mentioned that, that packaging for the um, the new uh, toys that'll be coming out with the Last Jedi in September. Uh, Daisy Ridley is uh, in the center of the of the new banner. Her hair looks uh, her hairstyle looks a bit like Qui Gon Jinn.
0: Oh, now there's a, no, there's a new theory. We, we've hit upon a new theory. Now she's a, she's a would it be a gin or a gone Jin or wh- wh- whatever?
1: A gone, jinn. <laughs> she's gone She's done gone jinn. I
0: mean,
1: you know that, <laughs> no, that, that's starting to sound racist. I, you know, I, 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 uh,
0: I don't know if we've spent a whole lot of time talking about this, but uh, yeah, I guess we'll find out soon enough later this year. But uh, I'm rooting for the Kenobi theory. That's what the Kenobi theory. Yeah,
1: but then why would Luke's lightsaber fly to her? Sounds going. Hey, I'm not going to go to uh, Kylo Ren, who is Luke's grand, you know, Luke's or uh, Darth Vader's grandson.
0: Well, because I I don't think, and and here's part of my justification for it. I don't think they're going to go the obvious route and say that she's uh, she's a Skywalker. So if she, to me, it seems like the most. the the most obvious uh, paths they could go down are either that she's a kenobi or that she's somebody just completely new and personally i would i would just assume her be a kenobi so that's it's less you know having any sort of any sort of evidence behind it and just sort of the route i'd like to see them go because i i like kenobi so I'd, I'd like for him to play a bigger role
1: I've also heard the rumor that she could be a clone of Palpatine.
0: I did see that somewhere. Yeah that 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 would that would also be interesting and an, an interesting tie into uh, the previous stories and I that yeah that would be a third option other than being her being someone totally random and if she does yeah. if she does end up falling to the dark side which some people have theorized um, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Because, I, 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 you know, I, I've, heard it, I've heard a theory and I don't know how much, you know, how much it's, it's actually backed up that at some point, you know, either in, uh, you know, this, this coming movie or episode nine, uh, they're basically going to switch places that, uh, you know, Kyle or Ren will see the light and for one reason or the rail go to the dark side, which would okay. certainly be an interesting twist.
1: Well, J.J. Abrams did say that Rey's parents did appear in um, *The Force Awakens*, which so it's, it's not a new character.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. So that doesn't really narrow it down much, but you know,
1: could could, could I mean could be Luke again? I'm 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 stuck with Luke. I'm, I'm I'm really caught on Luke being her her father.
0: Yeah, and and I'd be uh, you know, I, at the end of the day you know i i wouldn't say there's really a bad answer if the if it if it serves the uh if it serves the story in some way i, I i'll be cool with whatever they've decided to do with it they they already know i would assume they already know what they're what they've done with it cuz i mean they're done with episode 8 so they've at this point they would have to know right no. yeah no, the there are literally people out there right now who know
1: oh yeah No, they know those jerks
0: uh so <laughs> So, so back to Jar Jar, you know, certainly not a favorite of either of ours. Um, personally, I, w- I would have liked for him to have. Uh, how about how about you have the best of both worlds? He sort of sees the error of his ways and s- tries to lead some sort of Gungan uprising against uh, against the Empire, and he's the first one killed. So then you get the best of both worlds, like he he sort of redeemed. But he also gets killed. I, I think that would have been the best, uh, the best possible future for Jar Jar.
1: <laughs> I hate to say it, but there are a lot of folks who would feel the same way about Trump supporters. Get in your mouse and get out of here. The Proceeding was a presentation of the Radio
0: Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Cabatron.